0: Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons.
1: We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content.
2: Stuff like weird sex things and, um, and butts.
3: We also have a Patreon now where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show. The Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics.
0: Hello, and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we treasure the ink of fine hidden gems. I'm HT the raccoon. I'm Casey the dog. I'm Sid the cat. Hi. Hello. Uh, so yes, uh, this is our holiday special. Woo! One Uh, of probably a few. (laughs) Yeah,
1: our our collection I I promise, no more than two. Honestly, Our, our collection has many, many
0: Christmas specials that we have not yet seen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I was just going for like in this year because yes we're gonna have plenty of them i mean there's a reason why we do christmas in july because there are so many goddamn christmas shorts it's awful (laughs) i hate it um yes what would you say that
2: this is the uh this is the this gift to us so many christmas endless christmases
0: i mean i guess it's anything this year honestly this time of year i think this is technically also a thanksgiving episode maybe I mean tomorrow is Thanksgiving at the time of recording, which is probably gonna show how long it takes for these episodes to get out. Um I don't know. I mean I, I just I i we're just gonna watch some Christmas cartoons. I do not have anything fancy in store outside of that. Uh well actually no, I do have one other thing that's actually Christmas related, and that'll actually lead us right into the news. Yeah. So uh the uh the first thing i want to talk about is i saw the grinch you saw the gunch i saw the gunch he gooped his grinch it's (sighs) okay so we've talked about this uh adaptation on the podcast before in fact i'm pretty sure the first uh thing we talked about was a very negative uh like interpretation of the first bit of marketing they revealed for it which was that it was like the baby Grinch and I was just like oh okay so I guess this is what they're doing here this is exactly what this is just illumination doing their illumination bullshit uh for the Grinch and uh Flash forward, uh oh, there's also those really weird Deadpool 2 inter- interstitials that happened. I think I, I'm I'm not the only one that saw those, right? Like you, you did I either lose like go see Deadpool like, and see Yeah, that's right. Yeah, those completely inexplicable weird things. Um But then like uh yeah, so I finally saw it. And my first initial impression of the movie was 100% correct, uh, because this is bland, boring garbage. Um, like it has no identity for itself and really doesn't want to do anything that is remotely related to the actual story of the Grinch. Uh, they just kind of want to go around in that setting and do shit in it. Um, and like that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, honestly. Um, I don't honestly think that this movie's like terrible. Um, it is visually stunning. I'll give it that. Um, it is got some heartwarming moments. I really like some of the characters, especially Max. Uh, I really like the way they did with Max. Um, and I mean, there's one thing at the very end that I think is actually kind of brilliant and no other Dr- uh, Grinch adaptation has ever tried this before. Um, I'm not going to spoil it just because I'm gonna try to avoid that from here just in case some people do want to see it because honestly it's it's just it's dull it's it's dull like I I don't know how else to really okay so I think the only way I could really illustrate how like how much it really misses the mark uh then by just explaining like how this this Grinch differs from other Grinches and I don't mean like Grinch media things I just mean like the character of the Grinch um so in the original book as well as in the uh famous uh 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 like cartoon special that was narrated by Boris Boris Karloff uh still a holiday classic to this day um In that one, the Grinch is basically just an asshole. That's all he really is. Like, he's, I mean, mean, he's an asshole, but he's also, like, a cartoonish caricature of someone. He's not intended to be an actual person as much as he is just the idea of someone who just hates Christmas so much that he would, like, dress up as Santa Claus and steal everything. Um, And then he learns a lesson Uh, That turns out Christmas wasn't about the presents and all the stuff that was really irritating him. It was actually, you know, about togetherness and caring about other. And when he realizes that, his heart grows three sizes and then goes back to town and celebrates Christmas with the rest of them. Uh, And that's fine. That's all that needs to be. It does not need to be anything more than that. Um, Then we get to the Jim Carrey Grinch, which is, I will say that, yes, that film is pretty awkward in a lot of ways, um, and I will say that the character in that one is kind of goofy, and not always in a good kind of goofy, just kind of like Jim Carrey hamming it way too hard. Um, but I like that Grinch a lot, because he's He's finally given a motivation, mainly that he grew up in the society of the Who's, uh, where... Uh, like he was basically from another place. Nobody knows where he came from. He was adopted by two adorable grandma lesbians. Um and uh and then just they just sort of kind of uh like he has a pretty normal he has his own interests. He's kind of a weirdo, but he's fine. But he can find the spirit in Christmas when he finds someone he wants to actually do something with. But when basically uh everyone tries to deny him of like the one thing that he actually would like to do is actually one kindness to do because it's you know because he's a different kid uh i mean pressured into doing something that he would not normally do uh he basically turned against the whole entire holiday and basically the entire society of who's uh because yeah like they're fucking assholes and that's actually a thing i also really appreciate about that uh about the jim carrey one is that the who's are assholes yeah they're not
1: correct they (laughs) they're they're not
0: correct they are bad people who are uh greedy uh like vain and just just the cruelest people um carrey gets a really
2: good like diatribe in the middle of the movie right before uh it goes into like the actual story from the book the whole thing about living on top of a mountain, garbage, and getting to see like the waste of their excess and stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like this Grinch is relatable in a lot of ways, and, it, and it's also great. I love that movie for another reason that uh, it's also get it's the only version of the Grinch where uh, the Who's actually do cry because all their stuff was stolen at first, which I think is great. Um, yeah, the Jim Carrey Grinch
1: is anti-capitalist. Yeah, it is, it's it is uh, Antifa. <laughs> Antifa uh, Twenty oh
2: eighteen, the year of fuzzy Ant- Antifa mascots.
1: <laughs> Except this year, the Grinch is currently taking over the Honda Twitter account. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. He's taking a a turn for the worst. Oh
0: my god. Um. Okay. So that brings us to this Grinch. Okay. Who is this Grinch? Well, he was an orphan, and thankfully, that baby Grinch is not in the film pretty much at all. In fact, I they don't. It doesn't say a word. It's just in flashbacks. That's it. And even then it's like maybe a grand total of like four minutes at the most. Huh? Um He's a guy who lives up in a mountain because he's an orphan. I I okay. So this Grinch, I I know people really resent the 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 Jim Carrey Grinch movie to a degree because it gave too much backstory for the Grinch and too much plotting and all that kind of stuff and trying to stretch out this motherfucker into like a deep Grinch lore. Yeah, and like I get that complaint, but I do think that the Grinch actually was going for something. The Grinch is still Christmas. The Jim Carrey one was going for something, Um, and. There's nothing here. Like, yeah, what, Grinch, I, what
1: I've heard is that the character, the Grinch, is just very toothless in this one. <laughs> <laughs> He's intensely like, toothless.
0: He is. He is not like he does one gross thing in the movie, and that is he has a deodorant that's like I don't know. It's like Axe I think body it's spray. Like, yeah, super. Yeah, gross. I know it's awful. It's freaking. Ugh. No, it's like. I don't know what it's called. Like it's a it's a dead fish. Mold spray. spice. I think
2: I know this because I, 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 I saw it in the fucking trailer. What was it? It's it's a it's a dead fish body spray. I know this because I saw this in the trailer. That's that's disappointing if that's the only one time that's in the um,
3: movie. I
0: mean, yeah, like he he drinks like fancy coffee, like cold pressed coffee. He's like he goes to a grocery store. Like literally, the first thing that Actually happens in whole this food. movie.
3: Like well, what really (laughs)
0: happens here is he bought a bunch of food and then he ate it all in a depressive stupor, and now he has to go grocery shopping during Christmas. And that that, that's the first conflict. He has to go grocery shopping Mm. during Christmas. And like the the Grinch isn't like this mythological figure, like or, like, any sort of... This, he's not even acknowledged as being a different guy. He's just... There. Like, I guess he's just kind of the local jerk. But he's not a true jerk. He's very kind to the animal friends he makes. Uh, and in the long run, he generally doesn't seem to be a bad person in any capacity. He just doesn't like the season. Because it reminds him that he was lonely during Christmas at the orphanage. That's basically it.
2: I mean, and, I mean, I I have seen people mention that the animal thing is a new and interesting twist. I think I think like you could balance that out by having him be more of like a dick to people in general, but having him like like animals and stuff, but
0: it sounds like they don't really go for that. Well, n- not really, cuz like I mean, sure he does some tricky things, but a lot of times it's retaliatory what he does. And sure that may sound like Oh well, he's only responding. Therefore, he—that's because he's a good guy. You're supposed to do that, but no, the Grinch in the freaking live—the live action one—was an asshole, and I still love him, uh, because he was interesting. He stood for something, and like, there's nothing he stands for in this other than the fact that he doesn't like Christmas, and it's not even like this extreme hate up until like halfway through the movie. Um, it's—I it, don't know—and it's—and it's not all it is. It's just that like. The who's got a giant Christmas tree. Like in the middle of town. And that's the thing that sets them off. And I guess it's- I guess it's like, oh, they're pushing their traditions on me when I didn't agree to any of it. Uh, okay, fine. But that that's not what the Grinch is. I'm sorry. Like like yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Um I think this would have been a better movie. In fact, there's a parts of this that I were really enjoying. If it wasn't about the Grinch trying to steal Christmas, but just the Grinch just having to fing deal with this shit. Like if it was just that. Like if it wasn't like if it wasn't trying to shoehorn the ridiculous premise of a guy stealing all of Christmas in a single night, uh, like for because he's so evil which he really isn't he's not evil in this uh like it's if they just made it like i I don't know maybe just like a freaking netflix series anime series or something like that for like six shorts or six episodes or something about like the grinch during the holiday season he's not trying to steal it he just is upset at everything that's going on and he may have some like misadventures and maybe he might do some minor things to upset some people or something like that but in the end maybe he like learns a lesson or something like that and that that would have been more ambitious than what they did here which is where they try just doing the story while doing absolutely nothing interesting anywhere else and also before I forget even mentioning it the Cindy Lou Who thing Uh, in this movie where she's basically a side character, like one of the characters you follow alongside the Grinch. She's got a boring, predictable plot. Literally, she's just wanted to speak to Santa because her mother works too hard and she wants her, her mother to be happy. And it's like, for like the longest period of time, I swear to God, I thought the movie was going to try to hook up the Grinch with Cindy Lou's mom. I, I swear, that's what I thought the arc was going to be. And I was so dreading it. And honestly, I kind of wish it did happen movie. because then at least I had something more to say. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways. So, um,
1: here's something not a lot of people know. Uh, did you know that the Grinch is an abbreviation of the Green Bench?
0: <laughs> and that's different than the Jinch, which is Gene Grinch. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um. I'm going to
1: take your word for it and not see this movie.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah so <laughs> it's, I'm sorry I, I kind of been holding this in since I saw this it sucks I, I really I it makes me sad because it is gorgeous looking there are certain sort of concepts and set design and set design that I really like but my god is this a big heaping bowl of nothing
2: would you say that you just gunched all over this podcast uh
0: yeah I guess that's a way you could describe this outburst um <laughs> Um, other news, if you die, I mean, I kind of been monopolizing this for like the last 15 minutes. Um, I mean, did you all have any news or anything you would like to bring up or anything? I
2: do. Go ahead, Casey. Uh,
1: so I think probably a lot of people have already seen the trailer for this, but I'm very excited for it. Uh, 200 creators got together to crowdsource a, uh, DIY remake of Shrek. (laughs) oh yeah uh, called that uh, called shrek retold <laughs> and it looks incredible uh
0: <laughs> yeah this like looks I, actually really freaking great
1: <laughs> yeah like i don't i don't think i've been this excited about shrek since uh shrek <laughs> the original <laughs> when i was like a kid so they, uh... that's exciting uh yeah this it's like you know uh so people who are listening to this and aren't familiar, like, you know how there was like that Dover Boys video where mm. they mm. sort of crowdsource, they got a bunch of animators to do like a couple seconds each. They're, mm. they're doing that with the feature length movie. Uh, and mm. that's what's really exciting is they basically got a bunch of uh, creators, animators, video makers together and they, and they said like, well, all of you do a short portion of this movie <laughs> and it looks extremely weird and I am very into it. Uh, and it should be available um, for free on YouTube, I think, uh, November 29th. They got some good yeah. ass
2: names for this. They got uh, Sibugan, for one. They got... Uh, they
1: think? got Anthony Fantano. They got... Uh, Maltendu, I think his name is. Yeah, they got got Ratboy Genius. They got... Christian, for one yeah or is it christine chan now i don't remember uh they got
2: Uh, whatever she's calling herself now yes they have
1: so they so they have yeah they have them and a whole bunch of other creators that i'm really excited about uh so yeah go ahead and check out the trailer for that shrek retold
0: so i don't know if you guys have heard of this or not um there was this project i think it got completed and i think it ended up being doing well but basically um the first time I've heard of this was this thing called, uh, like, it was like, I don't remember what it was called, but basically it was a Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope remake where they did basically the exact same thing. They just kind of m- got a bunch of different people to make a chunk of the movie. Uh, you're like, you were assigned a chunk of it, and then it, was a, it wasn't it was like... I'm pretty sure it wasn't like it, you had the... Like, it wasn't like a thing that they reached out to specific artists for. I think it was just like you could submit your own chunk if you want. And if you are mm-hmm. included, then you're included basically. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I love this kind of thing, uh, to death. It is a great concept, uh, that, uh, it's, it's, it's a, you're, you're saying that this was like basically trench that transgressive art in the, yeah. in the modern age. And, <laughs> And I think that's right, because that's basically what this is. It's artists taking this monolithic being of a copyrighted franchise that has got a ton of like people who are extremely litigious about that, and then just kind of saying, well... We're gonna take the exact same movie, we're gonna use the exact same stuff, but we're gonna do something creative for each scene, and we're gonna do enough differences that you can't do anything about it. And I think that's great. I think that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Um It's it's a it's a neat project. I look forward to seeing the outcome. Same. Extremely same.
1: Very same. What do you have, Zerk?
2: Okay, so guess what? What? Uh, Steven Universe is coming back. Oh boy! Hell's yeah! Hey. December twelfth. Uh, no spoilers, but the last uh, the last run had a hell of a cliffhanger, so I'm very excited to see where it goes. It kind of seems like the show started wrapping up a little bit from what I've seen, but I'm I, still. I, mean,
1: I last time I watched, I was still, I believe, in like the first half of season two. So it's been, it's been quite a while for me.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. You got a lot. I'm still really behind, not as behind as KC, but, um, I, I just know that like, uh, it's like, it's, 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 I, I know that Rebecca sugar said that she wanted to basically just, she has ideas for like five seasons and that's about it. And she felt like that either the series has to end or become completely different. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna guess that she's just gonna end it, uh, probably after like the movie or something. Maybe that'll probably be like the finale. Maybe I'm I not mean, sure.
1: God knows, Cartoon Network doesn't seem to want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think
1: know. I think they want to be selling the merchandise for it, but I don't think they oh, yeah, don't they... think they enjoy the programming <laughs> because they don't air <laughs> it ever. So yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully I'll catch up and I will see that. Speaking uh, of catching up, uh, jokes
2: on you, nerd. She's got a delta rune. It five more seasons.
1: (laughs) Speaking of speaking of catching up, I said I would watch the Gravity Falls finale on Halloween, and I did not. So (laughs) that's still uh, that's still on the back burner. i'm almost afraid of what would happen if i watched it (laughs) now like Uh, what if like a like a portal like a portal opens in my television (laughs) and sucks the (laughs) whole
0: universe into it no it's alice hirsch has a heart attack or something oh no don't kill now now i
1: now i can't watch it
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh Uh, In terms of news stuff, I don't really have much else I really want to talk about. Um, I mean, I do want to talk about one other thing. Uh, I won't take as long as I did with the Grinch because I don't know if I have much more. Like I have I probably have. I don't have a lot to say right now because I only just saw it. Uh, But I did, in fact, see Ralph wrecks the Internet or Ralph breaks the Internet. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I said the Reck title of the show. The internet is where our podcast goes. What? Oh does no, he, it's Wreck-It Ralph. He's in our he podcast listen, right does now. Does he
1: listen to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is in the is invisibly in the podcast. God, and if anyone, if anyone, if anyone can do, if anyone can do an impression of John C. Riley. It sure would be a funny coincidence if they did right now. Otherwise, we'll just assume that he's in the room with us and being very silent.
2: You people weren't supposed to spoil our next episode. What the f- <laughs>
0: Um. Okay. So, Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Uh, so, I have good news. It is not the Emoji Movie 2. Because <laughs> um, it actually has a point to it, you know? Um, is it a good fact, point? I, uh, yes, it's a good point. Um, I will say that, uh, in some ways, I think I like this more than the first one.
3: (laughs) Hold on, sorry. I
1: I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were, oh, I thought you were like something going on over there. No,
1: no, no, no. I laughed because I Googled the emoji movie too (laughs) after you said it's not the emoji movie too. (laughs) And the top oh. result is a Change.org petition that says, "Get Sony to make the Emoji Movie too." <laughs> Let's not. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> no. It has twenty five hundred signatures. No. The Emoji Movie was a life
0: changing experience for me and many <laughs> others. <laughs> okay. How? How? Okay. How? Okay. Honest, bets. did the, the person who made this. Actually, like the emoji meme, or it's just trying to be, take a pass on something?
1: I think, I think it's, th- it's got to be a joke because it has like a series of steps, and they're all like, "Put Jake Paul in the movies, fidget spinners, make an R-rated version." So it's okay. it's definitely a joke. But I thought it was I thought they were being sincere at first, and that's why I laughed. Okay, now that I gotcha. realize what's actually in this petition, I no longer find it funny.
0: <laughs> Basically. All right, uh, that's go the ahead internet. And tell. There you go. Yeah,
2: you know, like okay. your laugh face, laugh face, laugh face. Uh, you say,
0: yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> precisely. Okay, so, um, but yeah, Ralph, Ralph Rexy. Wow, I, I did it again. How, Ralph breaks the internet. I'm sorry that I, sorry Disney, that I used the term that you used in the first f- movie, over and over, like trying to, use, you know, Ralph. Like, I'm sorry that this Wreck It Ralph sequel isn't called Ralph Wrecks the it's Ralph Breaks the Internet. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Disney. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. Anyways, uh, as I was trying to say, uh, I think i like this better than the original Wreck It Ralph in some ways just because the first Wreck It Ralph was like 90% mythology. <laughs> <laughs> in like a really weird way, like it was basically just setting up the rules of the world, uh, so hardcore. And while there were some character stuff in it, it was less interesting uh, and took way less precedent over like the actual mechanics of the world and the arcade and how people can go all the different video game characters can be in these different but how what it means to be a villain in a video game or whatever, um but i will say that um this this movie is uh the thing is that this movie doesn't really delve much into that there's some nod to that stuff in this one but it's basically just vanellope and ralph doing things in the internet and not not like well actually it's more than that the plot is basically uh so it's it's literally six years after the first record ralph uh, which I think it's been six years since the last one. So Holy shit. You. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you know that R- Racket Ralph uh, grew up to be uh, like a. Um, oh, God. I grew up to be. What was that term they used for that Max Goof BuzzFeed thing? Lumber sexual or something? Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why
1: is uh, this so? now? Uh, did you see it was a BuzzFeed we'll article that was like, all right, never mind.
0: Let's talk about it later. We've been discussing way too much here. Um, Google, so, Google Lumber
1: Sexual Max listeners at home.
2: Oh, this one. The one where he has a has a huge beard and stuff.
0: Y- yes. Yes, the thing that we told we're not going to talk about right now. Uh, so, and, <laughs> no, let's talk about it. And no, we're not going to talk about we, it right now. Spent, I legitimately so want time. to continue on. Um, okay. Uh, so, uh, basically, the... Premise is that uh, it's been six years since the reg- uh, since wreck Ralph, the events of Wreck-It Ralph, uh, and Vanellope and uh, Vanellope and Ralph have uh, basically gotten into a kind of a routine, uh, basically doing their game stuff, and then when they're done with their game stuff, they go out to the main thing and just go wherever they want. They go to Tapper or uh, go to like, I don't know, just, like, other video games, like Tron, they actually go into the Tron arcade game. Um, Cute.
3: Uh, but, like, basically, yeah, it's it's a... Uh... Hey, everyone, it's Alex. So just a uh, real quick heads up. Uh, in this um, next bit, we're going to be talking about what could be considered uh, minor spoilers for Wreck-It Ralph 2. We're not going to go into any sort of major plot points or anything. We're just uh, going to sort of talk about the general theme of it and uh, maybe the first 10 minutes of the movie or so. But if you don't want to hear it, then just skip ahead about four and a half minutes. Okay, thanks.
0: It's a... uh, Basically, they've kind of gotten into a routine, and Ralph loves it, Vanellope less so, because she kind of wants a little bit more going on here, because she's kind of in a routine. Her video game basically has three tracks in it, and she always wins because she knows exactly what to do, and she's that good. Um, But... So Ralph tries to fix it by like making a s- secret track in the video game for Vanellope to try out. Uh, but when that happens, Vanellope goes into it. Uh, the person playing her in the video game uh, accidentally like is like trying to steer back onto the track. And if limited... you guys
2: don't mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop my headphones out now. I think.
0: Okay.
1: Actually, I yeah, mean, we just literally probably... the first ten minutes. This is we in probably should have. We probably should have. Yeah, but we probably should issue, uh, if we can edit in like a 10-second spoiler break before this, that would be great too.
2: Yeah, let me just okay. let me just pop my headphones out. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: I'm
2: I mean, I'm here.
0: literally not, I, I literally not going to get into any major spoiler. Like I said, this is the first, like anything within the first third of the movie, I do not consider a spoiler. Okay. Right, but some a lot people of do. Be in so trailers. that's fine. You can go right. ahead and you can go ahead and help me though. Okay. Um so uh basically she the long story short the kid who's playing the game broke the friggin arcade machine finelby's creator like video game company is out of business so therefore it's gonna be hard to get a part there's only one that someone could find on ebay for 200 dollars, and the guy who runs places like that's more than i make uh that is more than i make on this video game i'm going to just sell this for parts um so literally everyone in that video game is now basically homeless because of Ralph and Vanellope. Uh, and like don't really frame it as that, thankfully. Uh, it's basically Ralph fully admitting that this is entirely his fault. Um, but uh, immediately they try to, like, basically their solution is, that well, let's go to that eBay place on the internet and let's get that steering wheel. And, uh, so they go into the internet, they go to eBay and yeah, but from there basically just shenanigans sort of happening. Um, they get into like a violent video game that Vinelby really likes to be in. Uh, honestly, the, the main plot of the story is more about, uh, uh toxic relationships uh, in the sense that like you can be a well-meaning person who genuinely like cares about someone else, but then also be so co- codependent that you can basically hurt your friends a lot and sap- like end up sabotaging them. Um, and that's not okay at all. Um, and that's basically the through line is that Ralph is basically this very needy guy But a realistic needy. Like, I can understand why he is, because he's been so alone for so long. This is his one friend that he has, like, the one really, really close friend that he could basically be himself with all the time with. Um, And the idea of her going away from her, like, and trying to find things outside of him, uh, really terrifies him. Um, And that is a relatable thing. Uh, That is a thing that I completely understand. Uh, from a concept, and I really think that, for the most part, uh, the way that they handle the internet stuff is really clever. Um, There are a couple things that make me go, "Eh." like, I think there are some plot points that just kind of happened, and I think they were supposed to be bigger than they were, but they really, really weren't, and that was kind of annoying, Um, but... Outside of that, like there's a there's there's it's it's a film that it, it has a lot of fun. It doesn't always really make sense in the sense of like the progression of it. Like it kind of just veers into these little arcs of things. Uh, but then once it like, but it, its core that its ultimate plot stuff it actually really is f- smart and funny and. Uh, really really well done I liked it a lot Um, and yeah I'm going to say that you should definitely see this Uh, and if you want to get really pissed off wait till the very end of the credits and that's all I'm going to say alright well I'm glad it was good yes it was good I'm super happy this movie didn't suck Um, I was really afraid that it would
1: let's invite Cirque back
2: okay At the end of the credits, Bob Iger comes out personally to congratulate you for finishing Ralph Breaks the Internet. Uh,
0: I mean, Ralph does a Fortnite dance in in this movie. Well,
2: that's fine. He can Fortnite all he wants to.
0: I mean, literally, Fortnite is in this game. Not, like, it's not a scene or anything, but, like, I think one of, like, the rare loots is on a wall somewhere, and then, like, uh... Yeah, it just appears. And then like, yeah, Fortnite dances. <laughs> it's <laughs> Well that's that's
2: fine. That's
0: fine. I, they can they can do Fortnite it, if they want to. Honestly, I, I will say that the context they can dance of... if they want to. They can leave their <sighs> friends behind. <laughs> the, the context of the Fortnite dance scene, uh, deliberately points it in a way that it's supposed to be actually obnoxious and not worth of any value and that's all I'm gonna really say (laughs) um so yeah uh yeah go see it I would say go see it it's fun um better than I thought and uh Nick Wallace is in it for like two seconds but sure he's in it therefore uh it's a great movie okay uh so that uh patreon yep patreon that's the thing i was about to say um okay so i guess infomercial music
2: is that not the
0: one that we use not that's not you're not the infomercial music you're not
2: i'm yeah. i'm not i'm not a lemur i can't do this
0: yeah you you, you do not have the leem abilities to in, Put in some stock vaporwave thing as a thing <laughs> anyways uh patreon so we have a patreon uh patreon.com slash ttpw uh what it is basically where we uh post a bunch of bonus content for you the listener uh to enjoy um basically we have bonus podcasts and we also have a newsletter that we do every week uh oh not every week. well every month of just stuff that we like that are not cartoon related um it's we really appreciate it if you would uh you know get involved uh it's uh basically the main way we contribute like basically pay our editors alex and key who basically work their butts off to make this sound remotely listenable um if you can't afford it i completely understand but you know if you you know it it would help us a lot uh to basically make it so this is less of a wasteless time sink for the editors
2: (laughs) it it allows us to give them recompense for all the hard work that they do and we would really appreciate it if you if you at least chipped in some money we uh our reward tiers are at five five dollars you get access to the newsletter I believe and also a poll that allows you to vote for uh, to vote for the um hey shit you're better at this than me go ahead
0: well there's a poll on the Patreon for like that bonus podcast that we were talking about basically you just tell us to watch a bad animated movie uh, and we then talk about it Uh, there was a preview uh, episode a while back uh, but basically the most recent one we did was Scooby Doo and I believe that one's going to be up by the time this one comes up if not then it's coming very soon patreons um but yeah uh, and by scooby-doo we mean like the matthew lillard uh freddie prince jr scooby-doo movie that one uh it's not good um and yeah so let's go ahead uh let's see if you want to subscribe just go to patreon.com slash t T P W that is a Tiger Tiger Petroleum Water
1: Wonka that's what our podcast Wonka. is called now <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tiger Tiger Petroleum Wonka there you go <laughs> that
1: uh, might just so be yes. the title of this episode <laughs> brought to you by BP <laughs> oh no
0: welcome to my oil fill, spill yeah. wow Oil fill, I guess, is a thing that could probably also exist.
2: Also, there's some tigers there for some reason.
0: Well, they, they, they work for... Uh, be- what was it? What's the one that has, like, the tiger... Uh, like, mascots or whatever? I God, do not I remember. <laughs> Frosted Flakes? <laughs> Frosted
2: <laughs> Flakes
1: <laughs> brand oil.
0: <laughs> uh. There, now I'm great. just imagining some weird Cars universe crossover or something. I don't like I don't this.
1: Know. Oh God, we've been we've been in this section of the podcast for 40 <laughs> minutes. We have to go. Yes, what we have we, to let's... go
0: to the actual thing that we do, which is the the thing where we watch cartoons that have fallen into the public domain or otherwise easily accessible. Um, this time they're Christmasy. Yeah. yeah yes. So we're gonna get. We're going to go watch some Christmassy cartoons.
2: They might not be Uh, cartoons considering the prior track record we've had with this set. Hey, if we get
0: two out of three, then we'll be lucky, honestly. We
1: will be because we haven't yet, right? (laughs) 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 Let's see. I'm pretty sure every time we've done a Christmas episode, it's ended up being mostly live action shorts that somehow snuck their way onto this DVD
0: set. So we'll see. Let's hope that that's not just what's gonna go on. So let's go ahead, let's open this up. And how are we gonna do this? Oh, well, we have this thing called uh, The List. And that's the thing where we have all the DVDs that we get to watch. Drumroll, Alex. All right, so the first one we're watching is called uh, Santa's Pocket Watch hmm okay huh um okay hopefully this is a cartoon um
1: there is about a 20 percent chance that it is <laughs> so let's, let's let's find out then i i predict at least a
2: sizable portion of this will be a cartoon
1: we'll see all right <laughs>
0: Okay, um, so... That was this, a cartoon. That that was definitely a cartoon. That was a cartoon that exists. It was,
2: it was 20 minutes of a cartoon, in fact.
0: Yeah, um, okay. So, this cartoon was made by, uh a guy named Pete Parsons. Uh, if you've, you, you might've heard of him before. Uh, so uh, Pete Parsons is the longtime uh, Bungie executive and current chief executive of Bungie and manager of Bungie board of directors. Uh, that can't be right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm almost a hundred percent positive. This Pete Parsons <laughs> is a completely different Pete Parsons. It was just, I typed in the name Pete Parsons into Google and this is the first thing that came up and I was the funniest. Yeah. F- <laughs> <thing. laughs>
2: A very, very, very radical career shift.
1: But it is, uh, it is starring the voice of someone who is at least somewhat notable. Uh, William Rushton, I guess, is the name of the guy who did all of the voices. Uh, And if I'm checking this correctly, uh, he was an English uh, cartoonist. Uh, hmm. slash satirist. He invent. He created. He co-created a magazine called Private Eye, and I guess his voice was also notably featured uh, in Muzzy in Muzzy in Gondoland. Huh. Oh, Muzzy. Uh, okay. I'm wondering. That. Like, I'm wondering if maybe that had some of the same. Uh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because it, it felt very stylistically similar to me. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if that was the case. Um, my
2: uh, my my exposure to Muzzy wasn't more than the, uh, you know, the the, the uh, commercials that they used to run Nickelodeon.
0: Oh, absolutely the same. But I also, when I think back to those commercials, yeah, that that art style is very similar. So I could um, see it. Yeah. Um. I mean there's okay so the plot basically is that uh santa is this weird old man who lives with a bunch of elves uh and a single reindeer and a fat dog and he goes to the one house that he goes to every christmas to deliver the presents uh the single one and that it just so happens that that one house also has a kid who wants to hang out with santa so he jumps into santa's sack uh, and then take some, and then Santa then like uh realizes the kids in there, and they crash, but then they just sort of bring them back to the workshop, and then they have a Christmas party, I think. Uh, and what uh, a of party? Of the, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a alleged party. It's and one it's of the, like
2: an, it's like an office party. It's it's very it's very low key.
0: Yeah, and uh, just, like one of and then one of the elves has a penis. At the end. For a nose. Penis for nose. Yeah.
1: So the one of the interesting things about this cartoon, like the weirdest thing to me is just how empty everything felt. Like everything was so like quiet. And yeah. like weirdly peaceful. This is <laughs> like this is what nobody... the kids
2: called cozy these days
1: yeah like nobody nobody really talks to each other very much they speak very slowly nobody's in a hurry to get anywhere and when they go into this... the neighborhood nobody's there this cartoon by the way uh fails the Bechdel test with flying colors uh, <laughs> There is there is a single female character, and it is the child's mom who appears in it for like a second, <laughs> and you only see her yeah.
0: legs. So, uh, I mean, it honestly just makes it even more creepy because, like, oh well, yeah, because Santa he, lives
1: alone, like in the middle of the North Pole with a bunch of elves, uh, and
0: yeah, in which were all guys, and also a reindeer who I am a hundred percent is gay like there's nothing and it's not just because i gay okay. with with the dog yeah the de- the dog <laughs> i the dog hmm. does cartoon have some good animals i mean i guess it could be tired and gay i guess you can be tired and gay that, that's valid um i mean yeah no like this this deer has a <laughs> it has the biggest ass it's hilarious <laughs> oh my god it's and it's prominent like it is always like sticking up in some way and it's or like swaying in the shot and it's just like this this cartoon more has a th- proof something than this in the with asses
1: yeah you 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 see a lot of actually fairly well defined rear end in this one and it's very strange <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see well butts are um, so funny yeah, and I guess like they they only had one voice actor playing all the characters, which is very strange because that the person's impression of a child is
0: rough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was uh, And uh, like, I can't remember any of the elves' names. One I was knew, called there's, Pimple?
1: There's Pimple. There's there's Pockets who had
2: pockets. How the hell did there you was, forget Pockets? There, there was, was there, was there socks, was, like, who glorious. Had socks. <laughs> No, was no, no. Glorious... I, re- I was going to
0: say I was going to say Pockets was the only one that I remember.
2: Because <laughs> like, of the glorious because... glorious shot of his Christmas present.
0: Yeah. Uh. So Pockets' whole thing is that he has a lot of pockets, including inside of his coat. And his <laughs> and his thing is that uh, he gets a sweater that says "I love pockets."
1: No, I think it yeah, says pockets. It says
0: pockets is cool. Yes. Well oh, no, it's pockets is cool. That's right. Yeah. Pockets is cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even better. I forgot. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and
1: I mean, could you imagine getting a better present than a jersey, like a basketball jersey that says your name is cool?
0: <laughs> I would. Uh, if you could give me that for Christmas, that's all I want this year. Honestly, that's really <laughs> what I want um it's <laughs> there's the elf with the diaper the di- diaper there's the uh elf with the uh penis nose and the, with complete with balls and there's the, there's old the one. nose there's the old one which i believe there's is called cash cash money um and uh <laughs> then there's the uh what was it? The The one who has apparently the longest nose in the world? I guess? It's so long that he can't drink. It, it, he needs a straw. That oh, sounds is inconvenient. That what was
1: happening in that scene? Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I thought he was just a dumbass and didn't know how to drink from
0: a cup.
2: <laughs> well, let's be honest, he probably also is dumb as hell. He's gotta be. I
0: don't think anyone here is really winning any sort of, like, like What? Like, like one of the like elves... quizzes, like any bar, bar crawl quizzes or anything like that.
2: Yeah, one of the elves' favorite food is a sandwich made out of
0: marmalade and ketchup. No tomato sauce.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it said that on the it said that on the bottle tomato sauce. It's like okay, sure. I guess if you want to be literal, um, <laughs> I I don't know. It's.
2: We, we haven't even mentioned what the, the revel, like relevance of it being called Santa's pocket watches yet.
0: Yeah, because the film takes exactly like three minutes to account on this for the entire 20 minute duration because it's not an important thing. It's literally just that Santa didn't realize, forgot that he left his, the Christmas present for the kid at uh, the kiss, kid's house. So he just gives him his pocket watch that does. We wish you a Merry Christmas when you open it up the end
3: and then and then they
1: all then they all get together and sing we wish you a merry christmas and they finish the first verse for 30 years well yeah like that's the thing is they finish the first verse and you're like huh all right that was pretty and and then they start the second one (laughs)
0: like it (laughs) it
1: feels like it was
0: song like
1: you you feel like when they finish the first verse you feel like huh what a nice place to end and then they keep going (laughs) so it's like uh i don't know the there were some things that i did enjoy about it i think circ was the first one to comment on the you know like the the music was pretty good yeah it's it's um, this,
2: it's this very it's this very 70s like uh guitar track it's it's very very proggy it's very nice
1: um
0: yeah i don't i, know. I don't know like this is uh, there are technically worse things on this thing uh, yeah this is
1: it's, it's just, not going to be remembered by anyone as a christmas classic <laughs> for good reason so it's it's,
2: it's kind it's, of it's, it's background you're you're <laughs> fucking young that's that's how it made you feel
0: yeah uh also the fact that i don't—I didn't sleep a lot last night is also why i'm feeling this way put, um, put, this yes. on, put this on again after we're done you'll go right to sleep oh probably frankly <laughs> um we liked so we liked yes.
2: uh, we liked that shirt. We liked the animals. We liked uh, the music. I think that's
0: about it. That sounds about right. Uh, so with that, let's move on. Because honestly, what else is there to say about? santa's pocket watch of all things i i will say though i i will say one thing more uh just that i am kind of happy this wasn't some weird like castle film thing and it seems like this was like a more modern cartoon just because it was
1: from 1980 yeah exactly what? and i just
0: like i, I, I appreciate w- that i we don't get much as that era on this and this definitely feels like from that era yeah. i wouldn't thought this
2: was older I, th- I would put i would clock this as like late 60s early 70s
1: yeah it seemed to be about yeah i agree (laughs) but it was 1980 huh well okay
0: all right so with that let's go on and let's watch uh another cartoon here uh so let's go ahead get that list out and Oh man. Rumroll, if you please. Alright, so we are gonna launch Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. Hopefully this I don't know. It's it's Rudolph. Maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Might this
2: be the one that got riff tracks.
0: If it is the one that got riff tracks, I'll be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> that short is amazing.
2: That is a good um, that is a good short.
0: All right. You know Dasher
1: and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph
2: the <laughs>
0: It was the Riff Jacks one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, um, i I'm so happy because this cartoon is amazing. <laughs> I love this. it's I like it a lot. Greatest. It's it's very ridiculous. Okay. okay. Um so this was made by Max Fleischer. Um I don't think I don't think the other Fleischer brother is involved in this. It's, uh, it's weird
2: how we notice this more now after doing the uh, podcast for a while.
0: Yeah, I mean we we're recognizing that name a lot more. Um and yeah, this is like a just okay. It's a fairly straightforward rendition of like rendition of like Redolf R- Whoa, Rudolph, R- Rudolph, the Rudolph Re- Ren- the Rufnulf reindeer. Red Rum, the um, red
2: nose reindeer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, it's uh, a fairly st- straightforward version of uh, Rudolph the red nose reindeer, and uh, except okay. I mean, for one, uh, Santa's the only human being. Uh, He's the last one still alive after that one piece on Earth uh, cartoon uh, that. God, I don't even remember what like there was this old cartoon where like there was like a bunch of talking animals and cute little suits and in uh, like trees and stuff and they were talking about how, oh uh, well, the, this is the time can you tell me about the time that when, when the humans were there and then they just describe a war, war that just kills every human Sam, Sam, <laughs> just,
2: uh, Sam just pops his head out, sees like a bunch of people exploring around him and he's like, screw this, call me when Bunnyville's built
0: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like it's literally like a town of reindeer and uh and like yeah, Rudolph is just the deer who gets made fun of. Uh his nose is red as a beet and twice as bright. Um which uh, to be
1: fair, it's not very bright because beets are not bright in the slightest. It's kind of it's kind yeah, of like not... it's
2: kind of like uh multiplying one. You're just going to get one. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I mean, it's like Like, everyone is that's
2: not true at all i i I was
0: good math in school obviously (sighs) okay but like (laughs) okay (laughs) um but like okay so everyone is anthropomorphic except they're not because they all get on their hind legs and like you know are talking and playing gay reindeer games and i mean that in the (laughs) positive way because they are absolutely gay. There's a lot Um, of grab ass going on. There's a lot of grab ass going on here. Um, And uh, basically like but they're like all naked they are they have hooves. Well they're deer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah they're deer. They're deer. So the like uh, except for except for Rudolph's mom who has a dress. it,
1: It really stands out how much Rudolph's mom just feels like like imagine if in real life you saw a deer wearing uh wearing uh like a dress dress and standing on its hind legs it feels about as weird to see it in the cartoon as it would be (laughs) to see it in real life it's Uh. like that
0: one episode of over the garden wall with all the little like the animals Uh, and like clothes and stuff the
1: little animal
2: school where they get fed potatoes and molasses
0: yeah yeah exactly and there's the one that's like the deer that's in like those full body pajama pants and it's just ridiculous looking <laughs> it's great um like okay but yeah basically Rudolph gets made fun up her nose goes to bed uh Santa uh it's Christmas so Santa has to go out to the gift stuff and then Santa can barely go out there because it's just so damn foggy and Santa
1: by the way is Ripped
0: <laughs> in this
1: cartoon. He's huge. Like how so? He's just so strong. Like and like, he's like barrel chested and he's got those broad shoulders.
2: He pu- he punches. Oh he yeah. Punches this, a, is uh, one, a this is one. This is
1: one masculine Santa compared to the Santa from Santa's pocket watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the Santa from Santa's pocket watch was like. Just this weird British man, man. <laughs> yeah. a frail British man, and this guy is just like homoculoid, the last living human. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's from the land of oo, and he is the one human left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it's just this weird. It's 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 just like this. Um, but see, so yeah, Santa almost dies twice, uh, and then he finally stumbles into. Like I mean, he does. Like he, no, 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 he no. crashes
2: the... This... Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that that's like crashing scene. Casey just being like, "How did that happen?"
1: <laughs> well, because like uh, they're like they're like way up in the sky. They're like thirty thousand feet, and then the next thing you know, they're like crashed into the ground. And it's like,
0: whoa! <laughs> that I don't know. All these different poses like, yeah. in the tree and stuff. <laughs> just. <Yeah. laughs> Um, but, like, yeah, that he almost gets hit by a plane. Yep. Uh, and then Santa's just like, oh, f*** this shit. And then he goes to Rudolph's house, and he's like, hey, hey, motherfucker, let's let, let me have your goddamn nose. Um... And like, he literally says, yes. uh, Rudolph, I need you tonight. <laughs> and that kind of emphasis. And it's just like, like as he's like leaning over him in his bed. <laughs> and what a lot of weird vo- voice direction in this. A lot of weird line reads. And like, oh yeah, there's also that one moment where like the narrator says that like the moment where Santa's gonna ask Rudolph uh that uh like to like guide his sleigh that it was like the greatest idea in all of history (laughs) like sure polio vaccine i mean it's not as good as the time rudolph uh, was told to to, to put his nose in the sled air conditioning
2: nah rudolph yeah
0: (sighs) and it's just like and then like rudolph does it he saves christmas and go, they go to Bunnyville. Uh, they save Christmas, and then just like fucking Rudolph becomes president. <laughs> like yeah, like please. Santa Santa likes Rudolph to be the president of the reindeer. Basically, yeah,
1: he, he actually he actually gives Rudolph a medal that says "Commander in Chief." <laughs> so there you go.
0: Like it's, I I'm I'm, pro- I'm not I'm really not selling this as well as I probably could if I was, like, more, more co- coherent right now, but, like... It's, a
2: goofy, goofy short.
0: It's goofy as hell, and I love it so much. Uh If you can catch the Rift version of it, like, you, they sell it on the Rift truck site, as well as the live version of that Rift, which is more or less the same, but there are some definitely funny live moments that happen where, like, right when Santa says... Uh, Rudolph, I need you tonight. Like everyone bursts out laughing, and they miss like two entire riffs because everyone cannot stop laughing. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a fantastic short. Look it up, even if you can't get it riffed, it is beautiful. I love it so much. Oh God. Anyways,
2: um, good with that. Good night so far. Very good night. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're two for we're two for two in terms of Santa whisking away children.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That is that is that is a common theme with Santa tonight. Oh yeah. boy. Well, at least it's not the creepy Santas from before. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's go ahead. Let's pull up the final cartoon of the night, and we are gonna pull it from. The list Hit
2: hey, us up, Rackham. Fill us with holiday cheer. Fill us to burst with holiday dear holiday cheer. Jesus. Check it twice. I screwed up that line read talking about bad line reads.
0: Alright. So we're gonna watch a cartoon called Come O Ye Faithful.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: Alright. I mean I guess so. It, like, doesn't I sound like,
1: it doesn't sound like Santa whisks away anyone in this one.
0: Maybe Jesus. I would was love it if away? this was...
1: <laughs> That's all he ever does.
0: Alright, let's I would love it if this was another one of those shorts where Santa talks about Jesus.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> monkey Jesus. <laughs> A fucking monkey Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> monkey, monkey Christ! Now from the makers of Piss Christ. Oh God! <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, let's just okay, go ahead and keep going. <laughs> That was the single most pointless thing we've ever watched on this show.
0: Uh, uh, I mean, it was literally a karaoke video for "O oh, Come All You Faithful." For like, yeah, it's just like footage of churches. Even,
1: nothing even happens in it. It's two minutes long, and you see the words for "O oh, Come All You Faithful." Great. I think we're done talking about this. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. There you go. Like I would love to I would love to give you guys the same sort of in-depth analysis that you're used to us Giving, but there's nothing else to say that was it now was, anyway. was that
2: church in the video was that a Catholic Church or a Greek orc- Greek Orthodox Church because depending on Which church it was I could I could lay down some very like in depth like Revelations about the contents of this video
0: Uh, I don't know <laughs> way of knowing, I knowing. Uh, uh, here's the thing I want to yeah. talk about here um, so there's this article that was uh, it was about like uh, about two weeks ago that I saw this but it's really good and I I was briefly mentioning it here uh, before we started recording here. Has absolutely nothing literally nothing to do with what we just watched or cartoons, but I want to talk about it because I want to fucking talk about something, and I don't know what else.
1: Yeah, I we talk just about. we just finished we just finished our analysis of this video, and there's nothing else to say, so we might as well talk about something completely separate for no reason. We
0: might as well just so, fill airspace, kids. So there you go, guys. This one's a freebie. <laughs> so there was a uh, there was a book that was released called Super Mario Brothers Three. Uh, it was by uh, Elise Core Elise Nor, I believe that's how we pronounce it um and uh it was basically a history of the platform it was like an unofficial kind of book here it's actually the cover is really cute because it because it just has like a stock picture of a raccoon on it oh okay because you know mario because raccoon suit haha <laughs> um it's cute um but uh there was a really fantastic misprint um where the same publisher that made that book and like the same like like printing publisher um for like the first like edition of the book or at least for a large number of them there was a misprint where uh instead of the super mario brothers three book it has that cover for that but on the inside it's the book uh grabbing pussy by karen finley which is a Proactive collection of poetry and prose examining the psychosexual obsessions that have burst into the surface of today's Americans' politics. Um, So, basically, it had, like, poems about, like, Anthony Weiner's c**k and Donald Trump uh, sexually assaulting people. Um, And, like, this was, like, you flip the page open and there you go. These very political like, very sexual, uh, poems, uh, inside of the Super Mario Brother 3 book. <laughs> um, I, I have just, to say,
2: I have to say, bold move to take the company after I was deaf.
0: <laughs> uh, the book called Boss Fight Books said, uh, our distributor is currently checking to see just how many of these rogue books exist. It could have just been two, could have been a hundred. I've checked my stock and I've got on hand, they, uh, they're all normal. Uh, so if you want an actual Super Mario Bros. 3 copy, maybe order directly from us from now. Uh, if you want a rare limited edition of anti-Trump poetry collection with a Super Mario cover, pick up the book from Amazon see if you get lucky. One of two customers started reading said the poems were good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine, though, like, being, like, the exec who gets that phone call at 2 in the morning? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> we published porn. <laughs> or not porn. It's clearly not porn. But, like, we published... We published poems about terrible people's books. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Oh god, that would right. be that would be like that would be like news that would ruin my month. <laughs> right. Yeah. Eden? No.
0: Like hearing your the, the the release of your book that you're doing about Super Mario Bros. We got kind of f***ed over by it being associated with like this whole like. Nightmare political hellscape, just oh God, because yeah. of like by accident, like it's just like like I just wanted to talk about a cute Nintendo game, but then like there's a poem about like Anthony Weiner's c- here, so I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um next yeah, there's it's,
1: going next there's going to be a book about the presidency, and you open it up and it has poems about Wario's cock.
2: Well, to be well, to be. <laughs> To be fair, gentlemen, it, they do say that his deck looks like a toad. So,
1: oh God! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: why did you have to remind me of that? Uh.
2: Merry Christmas, everyone!
0: Merry Christmas! <laughs> there you go. God uh, bless us. How about everyone. we do our prompts? Yes, let's do that. So every week we have a well, every episode I always say every week, even though it's not yeah, a me weekly too. show. Um, But uh, we have every week we record every week that we record. That is a good way to put it. Uh, We do have a prompt for our audience. And if you wish to answer to a previous prompt or this most recent previous prompt, you can always uh, email us at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com. That's if you want to answer one we've talked about in the past. Uh, If you want to talk about the most recent one, you can also email us or you can We also have like a Twitter uh, thing that pops up where you can reply to it uh, with the hashtag Toontown prompts, and we'll then read what you th- said. You have answer for thing that we ask. Eloquently put,
1: HT. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. So, right. What was so? Do we have any of our past prompts that were answered today?
0: Um, I don't believe so, no. Okay. Doesn't look like it this time. Um, instead, we're going to just hop right into our most recent prompt. Uh, and this prompt was, uh, what is your favorite winter holiday special? Um, and we got, uh, an email here from Jace. Jace hasn't written in quite a while, but, uh, they wanted to reach out so uh thank you for that thanks Uh, for getting back to us Chase. and uh yeah here we go um uh it's mega hard to choose but i would go for three picks all of the other reindeer uh ed and eddie's jingle jangle and uh jingle jingle jangle and mickey's once upon a christmas Olive may be a little slow for me now, but when I was, it was a mainstay when I would go to my grandma's for Christmas Eve for a few years, so it powerfully takes me back to those times. Jingle, jangle, jangle is way better than it deserves to be, somehow for being heartwarming, sweet, and spirited special, while also being the same distinct type of humor that and story that Ed and Eddie did so well. As for Mickey, since I was a kid, I ended up making sure a Christmas Eve never went by without watching it. It's as warm-hearted and sincere as a Christmas special could get. It is it's Disney and Christmas for goodness sake. And I get supremely excited over once it's over, knowing the big day's near. Happy holidays to all the listeners. Jace, long time no see. Gee, there was definitely at least one Ed Ed,
1: and Eddie Christmas special uh where the Kanker sisters uh like, had a side story, like a B-plot that was a parody of the three wise men seeking the Christ child. Yeah! <laughs> and I remember, I remember that. seeing that and thinking, like, whoa, I have never seen anything like this before. <laughs> 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 so, that was really ambitious. Uh, I don't know if that's the one that's mentioned here. I think Ed and Eddie had multiple Christmas specials. Um, I have uh, no idea, honestly. Yeah, nonetheless, I haven't seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I do remember we had, like, uh, the Christmas uh, Disney sing-along VHS, and that was something that we watched, um, I don't know, I'd say 40 times a year (laughs) when I was growing up. Uh, So I remember all of those ones uh, extremely well. Uh,
0: Yeah, I would say that uh, I need to see the Jingle 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 again because ed and eddie was a show that i adored and i still think it's really freaking great um and i haven't seen that specific episode in quite a while uh and then were all the other reindeer i kind of want to save that for a future response that we got because we did get another one that mentioned it okay um yeah
2: i was a, i was about to say let's not gloss over that one but if it came up in another response then let's let's save it a bit. anyways Jeez. Thank you, thank you for getting back to us.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you you for being a listener since our very first episode. Hell yeah.
0: I think. Yeah. I I think so. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. Um but yes, uh it's also uh I've never seen uh the Mickey cartoon one you're talking about, so can't say I know anything about it. Sorry. Um so from Twitter, uh Brian responded uh the Peanuts Christmas Special, like the Hollywood holiday uh, Halloween one, it's a tradition in our house. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, it's hard to deny that one being a classic, honestly. Like it's kind of slow, but in a way that's kind of charming and interesting. So like um, I think I think aside from the aside from the Christian,
1: like the, the very overtly Christian text that is contained in the climax of that one, I do happen to really enjoy sort of the moral of that story. And of course, Vince Guaraldi's soundtrack is yes. perfect. That is like oh, some yeah. of the best Christmas music in my opinion ever, ever made. So Oh yeah,
0: for sure. Uh it's, it's been a while
2: since I've seen that one.
0: I actually, and I think I still have it. I actually do have a Charlie Brown tr- Christmas tree, that like official Charlie Brown Christmas tree that you can like set up. That's like a pathetic thing that kind of leans over when you put a single little red bobble on it. It's Incredible, kind of cute.
1: Yeah, I actually had a coworker that I shared a cubicle with who was a, uh, like he was he was getting older. He's retired now. Like that's that's how mm. old he was at the time, and he uh and he had been keeping these plants alive for like a decade then <laughs> <And> like in, <laughs> and and they were like there was a tree that was just like slumped over and he just kept watering it all the time and i do remember that on christmas like i kept making jokes about it being the charlie brown christmas tree and on christmas he brought in like a single ornament so that he could put it on the top <laughs> it was adorable <laughs> so it was adorable so yeah i love it uh yeah i loved it a lot that was really fun
0: uh well yeah thank you very much brian yes very good submission. Um, uh so uh dr b once again replies oh. uh, and they said all of the under reindeer uh, an adorable dog with an adorable voice including an evil m- male man voiced by the robot devil not to mention it was pretty uh not to mention it was a pretty uh, nice art style top favorite uh top favorite holiday time cartoon so yeah that's uh that's where I was mentioning before. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm the I'm
1: myself. the dog cartoon guy on this podcast, and I have not seen this one. What the f
2: Wow. So what the, what's the actual f <laughs> dude. Olive dude. is great. I'm... Olive is a wow. very fun, very enjoyable like tongue in cheek cartoon. You would better yeah, it's much
0: enjoy a, it. It's a little uh it's it's a cute little like mm, slightly subversive, not super subversive, but you know,
2: right uh, it's, it's just
0: a light fun cartoon special so basically uh it's based off a children's book of uh, the same name all of the mm-hmm. Under reindeer um and uh basically the premise is like i can't remember the exact thing with the cartoon um but i remember from the book the main thing was that all of her all of uh this cute little uh what it i don't remember like the wishbone dogs i don't know what they're called like a
1: jack russell terrier
0: yeah, Jack Russell Terrier. Uh, and she uh, hears over, like, the new- uh, over the radio, the song, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, and she hears them say, all of the other reindeer, uh, and she thinks, oh my god, that's me, cause I'm Olive. It me! It me! So there were only the other reindeer, so I must be with Santa, and I must be doing the sleigh thing tonight. Um, and uh yeah it's just it's just got this cute little premise to it uh it's got a fantastic little art style it's like kind of like parappa the rapper ish where it's like a 3d environment with like these 2d cutout character looking things um very stylized uh but yeah it's it's a cute special uh with a great art style i honestly been meaning to re-watch it recently um and yeah it's i I highly recommend seeing it
1: all right i'll probably i'll keep that in mind for this year
0: all right um so oh we got one more let me pull that up by the
2: Mm -hmm. way thank you uh dr b thank you for
0: getting the response it's much appreciated Yeah, thank you very much um and we got a wonder gomer uh response here oh uh, who said uh my favorite winter holiday special? I haven't seen in years, but I remember the Garfield Christmas special quite fondly. Um, you know what? Uh I'm pretty sure that's a Lorenzo music uh thing. So, you know what? Uh it probably was good then. <laughs> I've
1: prob I've probably seen it and it's just been too long.
0: Yeah. I Garfield and Friends is actually a, a good show. I'm just saying this right now. Um, it's uh funny, weird, subversive, and everything that Garfield is not. When I was,
1: yeah, when I was a kid, I watched it daily. Uh, yeah, it's just I haven't seen it since then, since it was like still yeah. on TV, basically. Yeah, basically. And I I only oh. remember one episode, and it wasn't the Christmas special. So.
0: <laughs> there, 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 Oh, oh! I just thought of something. Um, brief cartoon news interlude here i don't oh. want to go into anything so uh they've announced that the director um for the new uh fully animated garfield movie that's gonna be coming out um it is the same guy who did uh emperor's new groove oh <laughs> what yeah that guy uh what's his name where has that dude been for like all these years uh also well okay he's the right he's got he was the writer of these ones he's also gonna be the writer director i believe for this one uh, and then uh he also did the writing for the emperor's new groove tv show the emperor's new school okay uh, yeah i don't know anyway back to the it, prompt actually yeah back to the prompt um uh yes uh so garfield christmas special yes good stuff uh i haven't seen in a long time myself but i remember garfield from like the 80s and 90s being a lot better than it was nowadays so yeah good stuff thank you uh so with that let's go ahead let's go to our answers um to the prompt so uh who wants to go first
2: I am going to hold off until last, because I have some basic-ass answers.
0: Okay. So, Casey, you want to go? Okay.
1: Um, ironic answer is, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Have you guys seen this
2: movie? Go to jail.
0: (laughs) Go to jail. That movie's (laughs) f***ing atrocious. Grandma's
2: gonna sue the pants off of Santa. Grandma's gonna sue the pants off of Santa. No, (laughs) No, that
0: is literally two (laughs) f***ing minutes of people just saying, Grandpa's gonna sue the pants off of Santa. And I
1: love, like, somebody, like, isolated a couple of frames, like, in a GIF of when one of the characters, like, they animated their legs, like, switching. (laughs)
0: Have you seen <laughs> that? I have so, not.
1: I'll have to find it, because they're, like, literally, like, the left leg becomes the right leg in part of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very That's weird. That's great. Uh, That's great. My actual answer is the uh, is the the classic uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
0: Okay. Like That's the a... old, uh, like, what are those people called? Rankin Bass? Rankin Bass, yeah.
1: yeah. Like, I, we had a, so... As a Christmas present, actually, uh, like several days before Christmas, I, I was gifted uh, a, a VHS set of all the Rankin-Bass uh, Christmas cartoons from a family member. And uh, I Question. watched them over and over and over and over and over again.
2: Yes. Did it have Year Without a Santa Claus on it? Did it have
1: what? Year Without a Santa Claus. Uh, it did not, but I've seen it. Ah. Uh. It had, it had it Rudolph Santa the Red-Nosed Claus
0: Reindeer.
1: Actually... Go on. Yeah, it had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It had... Uh, it had... Um, uh, the Little Drummer Boy. It had... Uh, they made a movie of that? Yeah. It had huh. Frosty the Snowman. Uh, and it had Santa Claus is Coming to Town. It did not have Jack Frost. And it did not have A Year Without Santa Claus. But I have seen them both.
0: Uh, Yeah, Year Without a Santa Claus is was close to my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that, that is such a camp classic. It's great. Um, yeah.
1: But I do, I do actually, so I do unironically love Burl Ives. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <And> like his, <laughs> and his contributions to that, uh, that movie are, uh, immeasurable and to just kind of American Christmas culture in general, love it or hate it, uh, for me is a little of both. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and i just i actually so uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer as like a character uh like this is something i don't think a lot of people know and i may have talked about this on a previous episode but like it was created by uh by Marketing a jewish american right? man uh who uh also the other christmas song he made is run run rudolph so rudolph the red-nosed reindeer the song has a canonical sequel. <laughs> Oh well, there you go, oh. <laughs> which is amazing. So uh, so yeah, uh, that is my answer. Okay, yeah, and that that was uh, Robert Louis May, by the way, was the was the songwriter.
0: Well, thank you very much for that. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, nice, um, good choice, so... my dude. Thank you. Let me see. So for my response. Um... I kind of juggled with, like, doing, uh, you know, The Year Without a Santa Claus, uh, but to be honest, I haven't seen it in a long time, uh, but I also did, uh, wanted to do, um, I was considering The Grinch that stole Christmas, just to kind of spite The Grinch. Um, I, I feel like I, Probably should put that up higher, like as my number one, and I do like, but I feel like I've kind of already talked a bunch about it um, already. Do so, it anyways, fam. Well, there's another thing I wanted to talk about though, that, like as like a backup kind of thing, um, which um, basically is uh, so I have kind of uh, got myself a little goal for this Christmas season. Um, I wanted to go back to every Christmas special that Nickelodeon released from like my childhood, basically. Um, so, like basically everything from like Rockless Modern Life* to I don't know. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch the *Jimmy Neutron* boy genius again ones against my better judgment, but um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but no, like there's a, so what I did to start off this journey is, uh, I kind of wanted to go and watch, uh, Hey Arnold because, uh, Hey Arnold is actually a series. I am itching to rewatch from start to beginning again. Uh, I already done that with Doug. Um, but with Hey Arnold, I just, I really want to do it because there's so many interesting things that that show does. Um, from both a diversity angle and just an interesting, like, s- environment and storytelling kind of angle. Yeah, I- I don't the majority
1: know. of cartoons at the time were kind of about suburban living. So it was interesting, like, being someone growing up in a suburban neighbor- neighborhood neighborhood. Watching, uh, watching a show about what it's like growing up in an urban environment.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely didn't grow up in an urban environment, but I definitely like romanticized it through Hey Arnold in a lot of ways. Yeah,
1: uh, but I do, I but, do remember the Christmas special Hey Arnold, and it's very touching.
0: Yeah, so that's that's my answer here. It's uh, what was it called again? I'm trying to remember the exact name. Uh, oh, okay, so, um. It's just called Arnold's Christmas, so fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, basically the episode is this. Uh, there's a secret Santa thing going on at the uh, the boarding house uh, that uh, Arnold lives in with his grandpa. Uh, and uh, he gets uh, Mr. Nguyen. Uh, Mr. Nguyen is a Vietnamese uh, person <sighs> who lives on it, and he oh, is also the fun. one person who seems to not really be into this season at all. Uh, just kind of, like, living wistfully. So, trying to figure out what is best, what would be the best gift for him, he kind of probes him some questions about this time of year for him, and it turns out he is a refugee from the Vietnam War, and, uh, his, uh, uh, his daughter was, uh, take, uh, like, basically, the, the plane that was taking people out of the country, um, there was only one seat left, and he basically chose his daughter over himself, and basically, they got separated um and the only thing he knows is that she lives in the city because that's what the guy said they were going to um the city that he is currently living in uh, which they don't really give a name for because they never did in the series um but uh yeah so what what happened so basically arnold hears this and his idea is that he is going to find out if there's any way he can have mr win meet up with his daughter uh for christmas um and he lists a bureaucrat guy who can do it but he has to do all the christmas i'm kind of just going through the plot synopsis here um but long story short helga is also there and she's actually trying to find a present present for arnold because he wants to find the perfect thing that would make him fall in love with helga and uh in the end the perfect thing uh, spoilers, by the way. Doo, 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 doo. It's been literally 20, if not 30 years now. Um, a worm the... on a string.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, worm on a string. <laughs> That's the perfect <laughs> gift for Arnold. <laughs> Ball in a cup.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a Sega Genesis. Um, but no. Uh... <laughs> Um, uh, no, it's uh so Helga got some boots that she'd been wanting, they're like super hard to find. Arnold couldn't find them anywhere. That was like the last thing that he needed to get for the Ar- Garvin and Arnold guy. Um, and she just goes to the government office and says, Here's the shoes, find that girl for Arnold. Uh and like basically guilt trips him into doing this, and then bada boom. Uh they find her, and Mr. Wynn meets his daughter for Christmas, and Arnold has no idea how that even happened, because uh, he basically was turned away after he couldn't get all the gifts. So he has no idea what happened, why they decided to do it, and turns out it was all Helga, and Arnold will never know. And that is a really freaking great episode. Um, It highlights why I like characters like uh helga why i like characters like uh arnold why i like pretty much everyone involved in like this plot here uh it's a interesting cute story that talks about you know something that not a lot of cartoons actually really seem to talk about i mean they don't really they don't really name the vietnam war but i mean his name is mr Wynn. or like maybe, maybe it might have been korean war too i'm not sure I th- no, that's probably the Korean War. I am so sorry well, I if I... mean,
2: I mean, Korean War was an older one from the the than the Vietnam War. And he didn't seem like that... Mr. Nguyen didn't seem that old, did he? No. Um, I, I would guess Vietnamese. Vietnam War. Okay,
0: Vietnamese rather. War there. Yeah. So, uh...
2: I remember watching that episode myself. I
0: mean, again, they did not name in the show... I, I they did not name the name this thing on the show on probably on purpose just to like not get too political or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good episode. I highly recommend watch it and I am actually really looking forward to my journey through all these classic Nicktoons, even um, the ones that are probably f-ing terrible. <laughs>
2: i remember that right. i remember watching that episode as well it was pretty good i yeah. i remember i remember the part where he gives the diary away and like the flashbacks was actually pretty tarrowing, yeah
0: yeah it was a i think i teared up as a kid oh and for the ending too because yeah it's a good ending um anyways uh so uh circ what is your answer Okay,
2: so, thinking about this, uh, Ralph the Red-Nosed Reindeer did come up, the Grinch also did come up, I would say I really do like those specials a lot, they, they have very fond memories attached to them from my childhood, but I guess to go with everybody else and sort of break, break away from the obvious answers that I could talk about but have been talked about a lot, uh, have you guys ever heard of a movie called Annabelle's Wish? yes
0: yeah i've heard of it
2: uh that i think would be my choice if only because the ending's really heartfelt and nice uh annabelle's wish is i can't remember if it'd be i haven't seen it in ages i wouldn't know if it's actually good or not still but it's a story about a little farm getting ready for christmas and i think this one cow gets the power from santa to talk to people Specifically this one. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this
2: yeah, specifically this one like boy who's kind of sick. And uh it's I honestly can't remember the mill. It's it's mostly because of that ending. I really really enjoyed it. It's 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 a it's a sad. It's it's sad and heartfelt. It's bittersweet i think would be the right way to like describe
0: it oh, i get you yeah i honestly haven't seen that either but uh it's uh it sounds really cute i, I just it is
2: I, like, a cute it... would be the way i describe
0: it yeah yeah and it's a christmas movie
2: yeah yes. it is hella a christmas movie okay
0: all right so i believe that's everything then um so prompt for next week what oh 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 okay i got one okay for next week's prompt uh we're keeping in the holidays but i'm gonna go with a new year's theme one here um so my question is what show like what cartoon show or movie is your new year's resolution like are you what are you meaning to see and you're going to put on your list as one of the things you got to do next year
2: that's a good choice damn hmm.
0: yes so uh just think about the movie that you have been meaning to see or the tv show you've been meaning to see for a long time uh, but you never got around to it this is your time because it's your new year's resolution what cartoon the gravity is it?
1: falls finale Oh hell yeah, yes! That's probably yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that now because I'm not going to say it next next episode. <laughs> but Doug, but still, I do need to see it.
0: Brand new, this brand spanking new Doug. <laughs> that's my. Did you know? Did you know that there was a live action like there was a live Disney sh- uh, like a uh, stage show for Doug? I hope not.
1: There was.
2: There was. It, remember, it lasted
0: like a couple months. Because
1: <laughs> it was f***ing horrifying. I remember having the. Uh, I remember having the Game Boy Color game for Doug, and <laughs> it is so bad.
0: Fucking the Tiger Electronics Doug game where the two controls are Doug and Faster. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a. Like it was like
1: a. Like the Dug game was like like it had it had a lot of replay value because you would have to start over because it takes one hour to beat, and every time you restart it, you do different things, but it's always like you have three mini games and some stuff in between, and they just sort of switch up the three sections. <laughs> hey assholes, <laughs> uh, look in the like chat. Over, and over It's really bad. It's a very bad game. Look in the chat, assholes. I'm checking. Oh. Oh god. What's <laughs> up with that hair? Why is why is live action Doug's hair so weird? It it was an age of new metal. And why does why does Patty Mayonnaise look like she has jaundice? <laughs> it was it was like the
2: cartoon. Everyone had weird colors for their skin. Obviously you have to bring that to a stage production of Doug. Obviously, you can't choose to do anything else. You have Dang. to make people look all fed <laughs> up
3: oh my oh, god There you go. he you looks like
2: to a, the worst Doug is. looks
0: like Doug looks like a lost member of Smash Mouth
1: <laughs>
0: uh, oh
2: um, my god Yeah, that's, that's
1: horrendous I hate it thank you uh, you're welcome <laughs> anyway. look at the skier
2: though before we go on oh my god no
1: wait wait what's this oh no they really phoned that in <laughs> 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 he looks like he looks like paul ryan
2: oh my, yeah, he does oh my freaking god <laughs> <I>, he does <laughs> oh my <thank> god <coughs> so uh this is so public works. <laughs>
0: yes it's been Toontown public works i'm sure most of that got cut because what the f- was wrong with us um so uh <laughs> the prompt uh the prompt uh yeah if you want to respond to the prompt uh that we gave out like five hours ago um <laughs> just email us at at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com or you can add us at Twitter, uh, our Twitter uh, page, uh, which is uh, Toontown Public with the hashtag Toontown Public. Please use that hashtag. I may miss it if I don't see that there. So uh, let's see here. Uh, I want to thank Alex for Alex and A Key for A Key for being fantastic editors and putting up with our terrible, terrible tangents.
2: Y'all the best. Thank you so much for all your help.
0: Uh, uh, uh. i think we all snoozy we all yeah i'm honestly i'm getting snoozy as hecko um so the show notes casey you want to talk about that
1: yep so go ahead and go to toontownpublicworks.com to read our show notes where you will find youtube links to all the cartoons that we well to the two cartoons and one ancient karaoke, karaoke video, video. today <laughs> um
2: do we even put that up?
1: i i think we probably will i've got a link i mean we might as well but i don't i don't know why anyone would bother to watch it all yeah don't uh, don't fucking
2: watch that there's there's uh, better things you can do with two minutes go go yeah. go go wash a dish or something
1: yeah um honestly it's not it's not worth it considering how little we talked about it so uh yeah uh that is all there is to say about the show notes
0: okay um we please leave a review for us on itunes or wherever you get this podcast uh we highly appreciate it it's very helpful Um, for
2: the algorithms and stuff it gets us up there so people can see us
0: yeah, maybe someday we'll get an Audible s- subscription, or I was. Just, we'll, someday, <laughs> someday we'll get day. We'll buy ourselves a, oh, a s- I will my an Audible dream subscription. Maybe we can afford Audible. <laughs> I will maybe
1: get my free we'll get
0: audiobook a, <sighs> <laughs> um, once a month, and maybe I'll ret- if it's like if I get it within forty eight hours and I turn out I don't want, I can then return it and get a different one for free. Um, Anyways, why we, uh, why did we say that we're not being paid? <laughs> I know.
3: And My we, whole point was that I was saying we're hopefully one day we'll get sponsored by Audible, and, we,
1: well and we hate Amazon.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Amazon's fucking garbage. Uh, yeah, so uh,
1: maybe we'll get uh, we'll get sponsored by Quip. You know what? How about I tell you what? Um, instead, why don't you go to instead of Audible? Why don't you go to uh, OpenCulture.com or Librivox, where you can get free audiobooks. I recommend the right. Conquest of Bread by Peter Kropotkin. Learn to be an anarchist. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the, uh, let's see. Also known
2: as Bread Rules Everything Around Me.
1: Also known as Let's Get This Bread. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> so that that was a that was a very highbrow joke. I'm proud of me. Um. <laughs> anything else to say?
2: I don't have anything to
1: plug uh, over here except for me. Hi. Uh,
2: pay for my Cirque services. Let me do various circ tasks for you, such as being small and talking to you.
0: Those are two things think, you are very good at. I think we should stop trying to practice our improv set and just end the fucking podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, we've been weird really tonight. Anyway. Go ahead and do your thing. <laughs> uh, I'm H.E. the raccoon. I'm Casey the dog.
2: I'm Sir, the cat.
0: And this is in Toontown Public Works. And these
3: cartoons have an archive. This Christmas special has been brought to you by Peter Kropotkin. Give your loved ones the greatest gift of all this holiday season, the complete abolition of the state, and the formation of a new social paradigm based on mutual aid and cooperation. Peter Kropotkin. All things for all, since 1842.